Well, we have all been feeling pretty good about recruiting over the last month or couple of weeks or so. On Wednesday, Thursday, excuse me, the news kind of turned sour. And we'll get into what happened and what this all means for BC football in just a moment. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On BC. I'm your host, AJ Black, editor and publisher of 247's Eagle Insider. On today's show, recruiting, it's been good for about a week now. Well, the news have started to get a little sour. And the big news on Thursday was that wide receiver, four-star wide receiver, Keande Henry, is no longer committed to BC. This is tough news for Boston College, as he is the top rated commitment for Boston College and the top the the highest rate of recruit BC's had since CJ Burton just a couple of years ago. He's no longer committed to BC. Now, the Henry news, let's kind of just break down what had happened. Uh 9 days ago, and someone retweeted me, I think it was a UMass troll, of course, to let us know that 9 days ago BC landed after an official visit weekend, Keande Henry, a four-star wide receiver out of Texas had committed to BC just days or hours after Josiah Martin, another highly rated recruit committed to BC. So feeling good. This is good. You're getting some momentum. You're getting a a guy that a lot of folks are really excited about. You know, they beat out programs like Purdue and Utah and Arizona state, Texas tech. You're feeling good. And then early this week, you start to hear a little rumblings. On, on social media. If you're over on Eagle Insider, you see the board. They're starting to go, hey, AJ, did you hear? You hear Keanu Henry is at Purdue. And I said, what? And I look into it, man. He's on an official visit to Utah, uh, to, to Purdue. And I'm like, okay. A couple days later, I reach out to Keanu Henry and I get the quote. I had it up yesterday. I am still officially committed to to Boston College. Nothing has changed. Okay. This is a nothing burger. Nothing to worry about here, folks, right? He's not going anywhere. He just did his due diligence. Well, that is only part of the story. Because if you're new to the recruiting world, when you take an official visit, it's kind of looked on and poo-pooed if you're already committed to another program. But there's more to it than that. If you're committed to another program, you take an official visit. Most programs are, are not cool with that, but a lot of times they will, they'll make an exception. And a guy like Keande Henry is a guy you make an exception for when he's rated what 200th on top two, four sevens list. You'll make an exception for a guy but there's even more to that. The staff just needed to know about it. Boston College's staff needs just to know that Henry was going there. They they would have been upset, but they would have dealt with it. But they didn't know about it. Henry wasn't up front with BC staff that he was going to Purdue. In fact, 
from the sources I've talked to, I've heard they thought he was still in Texas. So he goes on to Purdue on a visit he didn't tell the staff about. That is a big deal. And on top of him not telling the staff, the fact that he tells them something completely different is an even bigger deal. That's where the problem starts, okay? That's where you see it and you're going, okay, there's a bigger issue here other than just taking an official visit. This is this is a a, a, a bigger problem that the staff has to figure out with Henry. And I think that's where it came to loggerheads, right? When you're committed to a program, you're, you're, you tell them basically you're not going to take official visits. But when you do it, you got to tell them. They'll deal with it. Halfley would have dealt with it. But he didn't tell him. From what he, I said, they thought he was still in Texas. Now that brings, that brings up this big problem, right? Do you overlook a major trust issue, because that's what this is, to bring in talent? Do you just say, okay, no skin off our back. Well, we'll you can apologize and we'll move on. Or do you say cut bait and say that's what, it's, what it is? I don't know. We'll get into our second segment and talk about what that means. But I, I, when you have something like that to start off your relationship, remember they're committing to each other, right? And they're committing to, you know, providing an education to getting NIL deals to all that good stuff. And you started off with, a real deception, that's an issue. And in our second segment, I'm going to tell you whether I think BC did the right thing. And I'll get into that in just a moment. But before I do that, let me tell you about Bird Dog. And if you know this podcast, you know I am a huge fan of Bird Dogs. They're stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and legs that give you a truly sculpted look. Look, folks, I'm trying to get myself back in shape, but I'm not there yet. But bird dogs make me look great. They fit well. They're comfortable. I'm wearing them right now as I'm recording because they're so comfortable. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. And I'm telling you, they use a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches to get way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. I feel comfortable. I, I breathe easily in these things. I have two pairs and I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not fibbing here, folks. When I'm done this episode today, I'm going on a trip to Idaho in a couple of weeks. I'm going to get a couple extra pairs because I want more bird dogs because these are my jam for the summer. These are these are my custom fits for AJ. And if you want to fit like I do, go to birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Locked on Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black, editor and publisher of 247 Eagle Insider. And we're talking about Keandre Henry. And this is one of those moments in a school, right? Where you're looking at this decision and you're going, is this the right move for Boston College? Is moving on past a guy that made the decision that he did the right thing for BC? 
And I, 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 I was talking to my wife about this. You know, there's no, no better pillow side talk than talking college football recruiting. I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure your sibling, your significant others probably would love to hear that too, right? And she goes to me, she goes, AJ, this is not a black and white thing. It's a, it, there's a lot of gray area in here, and she's totally right. She, she, Mrs. Black nailed this, right? There, on one hand, you want to have a culture. You want to set a locker room culture where you're saying, look, we're here and we're, t- we're honest. We're going to be forthcoming with each other. And we're going to set that as our tone about everything that we do. And that is one of the most important things about this team. I mean, I imagine that's what Jeff Halfley is, is, is looking for is that culture. He wants to have a team that is built around trust. That's built around, you know, being able to depend on each other. I think that's what, you know, from what I've heard, I've talked, you know, guys, I've told you, I'm not a guy that just talks into a microphone. I talk to folks. This is what he's looking for. When you have a guy that's not even on your roster yet, he's just saying, I want to be at BC. Making a decision and making choices that are not, um, you know, at the best for, you know, putting the team there, his future team and putting him in a tough situation. Then you understand why they may pull the offer here, why they may say, okay, you know, we're going to have to look somewhere else. That makes a lot of sense. But for you folks, for the folks here that just sat through a three and nine season for the folks that watched some really horrific football last year, it is not an easy pill to swallow. You want talent. You want these blue chip recruits. When you hear about a Cleonde Henry, your eyes light up. You're feeling that, you know, you feel the adrenaline again about BC football that lacked last year. So to have him go because of what, you know, this situation, that is not an easy pill to swallow. And I get it. I get the frustration. I get the the um, sky is falling, the chicken little feeling that you're feeling like, man, just can one thing go right for BC football? This is not it yet. This is not the answer that you're looking for. But, you know, what does, did Halfley do the right thing? Did, did the staff do the right thing by, this was not, a, again, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to reiterate this folks. And I made the mistake, and I'm going to own up to it right now. I wrote on my article on 247 that it was a decommitment. It really wasn't a decommitment. It was a losing a commitment because the you, they're no longer together. It wasn't Henry's choice to do this. It was more the staff saying, look, this is it. Done. Okay? So did they do the right thing? I'm going to have to go ahead and say yes. It's a tough decision, but when you have a team, you say you bring in Keande Henry, okay? And the folks all read the articles. I I know the team. There may be guys listening to this right now that are on the team. They hear about these stories. They know about what's happening, right? You bring in a guy that has not been forthcoming with the staff into your locker room. 
What's saying that another player on this roster is not going to do the same thing because he said, hey, that freshman just did the same thing. You lose the locker room pretty quickly if you make exceptions. Being a good leader is, is putting forth your mission and following through on it. And you make choices that are not um, the most popular, but are the best for your program, the best for your business. And that is what a good leader does. So I look at this and I say, did Halfway do the right thing? I have to say he does. So let's look at our comments actually, because I, I got some really good, I, I get some really good commenters out there. Football fan says, if you're looking, we are looking. Does the staff lay out their expectation with every recruit as to what commitment means to them? It's different at every program, if not question mark. Football fan, that's a great question. I really, and you know, I was just talking about Mrs. Black. She mentioned that to me earlier tonight. She goes, what do they tell them? And that's something I want to look into. And I'm going to look into that because I honestly don't know when a staff member tells a recruit what a commitment looks like. I know about the visits. That's the one thing I do know about, but I don't know the answer to that. And I will look into that. Realist of the real says, I mean, if he lied straight to the coaches, I can't blame them for cutting ties. Is that really the type of character you want in your program? No hate on the kid, but don't blame BC. I mean, right. And Roger Carrier says they made the right decision. To me, it's a character issue, right? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, this would be a complete nothing burger if he had just been forthcoming with the staff. It, the staff would have dealt with this if he just said, hey, I'm going to go check out Purdue. I want to make sure I'm doing the right thing. I'm going to go do that. But it said that's not what happened. That's not the case. And I'm telling you, I believe, as someone covering this recruitment, as we're covering, covering what's going on, if he had been truthful, he would still be with BC. He wouldn't have been at Purdue or wherever he ends up. And I don't even know if he'll end up at Purdue. Purdue has three wide receivers committed. We'll have to wait and see. In our final segment, I want to get into some other recruiting news, including where BC goes from here now that Henry is gone. We'll get into that in just a moment. This is Locked On BC. I am your host, AJ Black. For all you everydayers, thank you so much for listening. And if you're a first-timer, hit that subscribe button on podcast, YouTube, wherever you get in this podcast, and hit the like button too. Give us five stars. Do whatever you can to help support this podcast. We're the only regular BC podcast out there, and I want to make sure that more BC fans get us so you can help us with that. So, Henry gone. What does BC do next? Well, unfortunately, a couple of the names that they're looking at have already committed. Trey Griffiths went to Oklahoma State. I think he was going to be going to Oklahoma State. I don't think it was a BC thing. I think that's where he was going. We saw uh, Heath McCree, who was supposed to come on campus, did not, ended up at Houston. We also saw um, a couple other receivers go elsewhere as well. Um, we saw... Um, to Marcus Gray end up, I think he ended up at Tulsa. So there's some, there's some guys that BC has looked at that have ended up elsewhere. 
there's a possibility with some of those names that maybe they go back and try to get them back on campus because McCree, Gray, they did not end up on campus yet. Maybe they get them back for an official visit. But what I will tell you, they had Sayer Torrance on campus for an official visit over the last two days. This is a kid from New York talking to some 247 scouting people. This kid is a stud. Um, he was committed to Syracuse. He's been looking at a whole bunch of other programs. I believe he's at Maryland this weekend. Obviously not, not the easiest get for BC, but hey, he would be a nice commitment. He's not a four-star, but I've heard good things about him. He could be someone. Or the other potential next step is that they open up the big board again and they start looking at some other names, other people that maybe they have another chance at getting. And no, that does not mean they're going to be going for like two stars and lower. That means there's other guys out there that they have not had on campus. They're going to try to get them on campus, see what they can do. So there might be some other names and I will have those names hopefully in the next 24 hours. I'm going to be talking to the staff. I'll get those names from them. So keep your eyes open on 247. Again, 50% off in annual subscription. I've had tons of scoops on there. You need to make sure you get over to Eagle Insider. All right. So that kind of wraps up our conversation on Henry. I don't want to bash the kid, but I think in the end of the day, it's best for all that are involved that Boston College is going in a different direction. It still stinks, though, for those of you that are hoping for that, like, slam dunk commitment to put on the jewel and, and it, it takes away my check mark too right i've been bragging i've been pounding my chest about bc landing a four star and they've been kind of that was it and now, now i lose it so i'm kind of losing my my uh my little bit of mojo there as well but speaking of four stars let's talk about another four star let's look at gerby lambert gerby lambert's a four-star offensive tackle from catholic memorial in massachusetts who is down to, according to uh, Steve Wiltfong of 247, basically three schools. He's looking at Ohio State, BC, and Penn State. I've talked to folks who do not believe that Ohio State is really that involved with him. So maybe it's down to Notre Dame, not Penn State, sorry, Notre Dame and BC. Okay. When you hear Notre Dame and BC, you're feeling, Ugh. and and if you have a chance, go to 247's YouTube page. You can hear Wilt Fong talk about it. BC is still a major player for Kirby Lambert. He's a guy that is looking for an engineering school. Hello, engineering program. Hey, for all those folks that thought that wasn't a big deal, hey, maybe it'll get us one of the high. This guy is a higher rated recruit than um, Keanu Henry was. But that could be a big deal, right? There's also been whispers that he wants to play closer to home. That might be a big deal. But at the end of the day, who knows? Maybe we're just getting excited about this and he ends up at Notre Dame anyways, right? I feel like we're always the bridesmaids in these types of situations where you're feeling good. Like, who is it? Uh, Tai Kwan or Tai Chan. Tai Chan, who ended up at Notre Dame a couple years ago, right? You're feeling good and then all of a sudden he goes to Notre Dame. We'll have to wait and see on this one. But Will Fung had some really strong things to say, like, BC is still really into this. So crush your fingers. Maybe some good stuff will happen of that, but not, we'll end this on a negative note because we'll go into the weekend with some bad news. The other bad news is Henry Hasselbeck. Henry Hasselbeck, according to on three was at Michigan state again last this week, bringing his family for one last visit. And from all signs, it looks like he's going to end up at Michigan state. 
So that means Boston College is not going to land the legacy and probably will not have a quarterback for the class of 2023, uh, 2024, excuse me. And honestly, it's not that big of a deal. I, I'm telling you this. I'm not, and this is not me like making that that big of a deal, right? They got Thomas Castellanos. The way with transfer portal new things happening, you don't have like, this is the 24 guy. This is the 25 guy. This is the 26 guy. You have, you know, guys that just fit in and maybe you get two guys next year. Maybe you get the guy that's going to be the bigger guy in 2025. It stinks that you don't get the legacy because it's a legacy, but this is, I don't want to rip the kid, but he's not Matt Hasselbeck. Okay. He, he's a developmental project and there's as much of a chance that he becomes a top power five program quarterback as he is that he regresses to you know, transferring to another program. That's a, you know, a Mac or something like that. It's just the way it is. And that's not a knock on him. I'm just telling you, this is not like you lost on a slam dunk. So that's the, that's all the news on recruiting right now. There's so much going on. Right. And we're still waiting on like Jason Flint or Ryan Jenkins who were on official visits. Man, we'll have all this broken down on Monday's episode. So check us out. Make sure to like this episode. And thank you so much for all of you that have listened. Every one of you in the live chat, thank you. We'll be back again on Monday. Take care. Go Eagles. Take care.